What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Jack of All Trades, a weekly podcast for you to digest where there will always be a special guest. I'm not going to hold you on this love after lockup review. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. What's going on? Uh, a whole lot of nothing. A whole lot. Of- <laughs> what exactly what was going on this episode? Yes, a whole lot of nothing, but not an uneventful week, though. Uh, true, which is the only thing that saved this episode. Yes. <laughs> yes, we had... Um, a little bit of spice, as you said, before our press play going on um, ahead of the episode and then a fairly dud of an episode for sure. But per usual, you know, a couple of folks that I have choice words for life after lockup season four, episode 46, the ring is off question mark. <laughs> who, took their, who took their ring off? Michael. That was the title of the episode? Mm-hmm. Michael. Montana Mills. Oh, duh. Girl, <laughs> see, forget. Right. See, oh. <laughs> right? It's like they probably had to search for a title because if that's all they were able to come up with, yeah. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and say there was absolutely nothing with Brittany and Marcelino. Hmm. We saw them wrap up their Girl. parking lot conversation. Girl. That's it. Wrap this shit up. That's it. it that's was, all. It's like I'm I'm watching another one of their stories. Just drag out. Like that's all their storyline ever is. Just drag out. Well, I mean, I'll give them a little bit. Now, was it right? Probably not. But their storyline had a little bit more going on when Brittany had her mom and Oh, yeah. Some of the struggles that she was going through, um, basically being showcased for life after lockup. But but yeah, this I don't know if they just wanted us to know they were still alive and breathing and test the waters. But this was absolutely nothing week before. And then again, last week. So truly, I don't know how many people can say it. We TV, you could keep them. We don't want it. Keep them. Where is Brittany and Ray? Okay, there are some people that we could have replaced. Oh, you Chevelle. Know. You know I want to see Chevelle and Quaylon and the cousins. What's going on? Okay, like it's other people. Bring Andrea and Lamar back. They can replace Brittany and Marcelino. Okay. Well, they can do a little love during lockup. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So I don't know. Brittany asked him to be her Superman and I was over it. I was like, you know what? This is where I draw the line. Right. Yeah. (laughs) The script was scripting. So, yeah, I don't really want to give them another minute. (laughs) Who should we move on to? And we could go to Justine and Michael. Okay. Justine and Michael. Or we can do Puppy and Amber because it was really just Puppy. We she ain't have shit really going on. So up to you. Yeah, let's do Puppy and Amber. Because mm-hmm. you have a lot to say about Mr. Mocha. So I get my Queen pressure Mocha. up. Queen Mocha. <laughs> Girl, okay. Mm-hmm. That's why that's your name. Because you're chocolate. Will you get Mocha? Mm-hmm. We'll get to it. Right. <laughs> 
So Amber and Puppy. So Amber, um, she's always got a friend, doesn't she? She mm-hmm. al- She's always talking a little bit greasy, a little, you know, she's a bit of a fast talker. So she um, has this other guy friend. I didn't catch his name. Did you? Mm-hmm. Let's so, call him. Let's make one up. Yeah. Arthur. Why expecting that? Well, we're rolling with it. Okay. Hey, Arthur. You know what? We're going to call him Arturo, okay? Because he is Mexican. Arturo. Okay, because I was thinking like a Jose or something. And you, so Arturo. Yes. Okay, 10-4. I like it. I like it. I like it. Right now, his poor real name, whatever it was. So Arturo is apparently her friend and they've been great friends for a long time and she has a lot of respect for him especially like in business dealings and it just feels like amber sings this song about people in her life a lot and it's like but girl you was like selling dope but anyways so where did these people come from like at what point in your life did they come into play and for this man to say he wants you to go into business with him and he needs you to come up with $50,000. And right. he said, but I know you a hustler. You will make it happen. Excuse me, sir. Right. Right. Okay. I was just okay. like, when okay. did Amber get on this level, you know, and not have dope money involved? So yeah. definitely a little bit of a side eye. So then we shoot from there over to Queen's house. Shout out to Queen, the best. I love her. Yes. Always love Queen. She's looking great. Um, And Puppy is actually moving in with her, trying to shake Eric. So it's kind of like Queen is swapping out Amber, who needed her help to get back on her feet. Now she got her a man. And Puppy, she is leaving the relationship that she's been in and moving in with Queen so that she can get on her feet. So Queen lets her know that she was a certified side bitch (laughs) you know and that's what i love about queen Mm -hmm. she does not like play she does not maybe that comes with age you know when you get a certain age you just don't have time to sugarcoat things yeah i guess when they've been through they've been through jail bid you know or prison bids federal prison bids yeah girl first of all why I meet this dude yesterday and he tells me he beat a fair he beat a fair case and the first thing that came to my mouth was oh you got some money because you had a good lawyer yeah <laughs> I mean I would imagine so right like <sighs> but yeah I think because they did like a federal jail bid like they don't queen like I don't have time to sugarcoat with y'all it is right. what it is you decide chick Right. You're going to stay here. I think Puffy staying there is what's best for her because Queen is honest, you know, and very forthcoming with her and, well, all of them, her and Amber. And she got to be on Puffy's ass too. Like, job, you need one. Get one. He can't come over here. Don't say Eric's name in this house. I don't want him around here. Right. She said, you're going to have to pay half the bills. So, you know, puppy's over there still. In her, right. She's in her puppy mode. Like, are you going to help me? You going to help me out, queen? She's like, 
you're going to pay half of these bills. <laughs> you can stay here, but it's not about to be a free ride. Right. Yeah. And Queen is no fool. Queen says it out of her mouth that she thinks Puppy is going back. Right. Yes. She tells Puppy she can do better, but she also is realistic. She knows that there's a likelihood that Puppy's going to go back to Eric. She's not done with him yet, but all she can do in the meantime is keep Eric away from her house. <laughs> And she said, that's, that's what she going to do. So, so yeah, it was, I don't know, pup. Hopefully she can get herself together, stand with queen because she really needs that space to, to grow and figure out what she wants to do coming out of prison because she really did come out and kind of go from one relationship to another. And I'm glad the queen kept it real with her. Like you were basically a part of an affair this this man was never going to keep it 100 with you. So, yeah, take this time to get yourself together. She told her, you know, it'll get better and and she's going to help her out. But but yeah, she's puppy's going to have to lean in and and you know, really do do some things for herself. So, shooting back to Amber. So, um Amber wants to look at this opportunity, you know, to buy into the business. Um, maybe even the building uh, with Arturo. And again, this 50K, right, that that she would need to buy into it. Of course, that's a lot of money. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to think about it. And then um, I'm pretty sure Arturo asked her, like, so is TC going to be okay with this? And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, he doesn't have any problem with me getting money. It just has to be, you know, like honest money. But I'm like, I don't know. Because again, like who... Is Arturo to you, Amber? And hmm. she's real good for having um a, a I, I in my notes I have she's good for having a dishonest relationship with somebody. And I guess, you know, when I say that, I mean she lies by omission, she downplays stuff. Like we've already seen it with how they open the season up with her claiming she didn't tell TC something and then trying to kind of flip her words and admitting mm-hmm. that it did happen. So I'm just curious, like, who is Arturo to Amber? And maybe TC wouldn't necessarily be mad about you working at a bar, wanting to invest in a business. But I'm just curious to know who this individual is to you. Agree. Agree. And TC, like, you know, he she said something about like TC doesn't care if she works or not. So, TC, what do you do? Hmm. I don't know right he seems to have it together maybe he doesn't care if she works or not because she has been helping to take care of the kids so much but Hmm. I don't know I I, I, my takeaway was like he's okay with you getting honest money if you are gonna work but I I just feel like there's always something that Amber is hiding or you know, there's an unlock that she'll come back and be like, oh, so TC doesn't know like me and Arturo used to date. <laughs> you know, like she just right, gonna say some crazy right. shit. I agree. So, so yeah, we'll see. But yep, that was it from them. What about Eris and Cameron? Ooh. There wasn't much yeah. there, but. You know, it wasn't. It really wasn't. You know what I, my problem is with these girls? Like, okay, with Eris and Cam. Mm-hmm. Cam is a rapper. He's made it very clear that that is his job. 
Yeah. Yet you want him to get a real job, which I understand you got to chip in on these bills, baby. Right. But like, that's what comes with this life. You know, him not answering the phone, being in the studio long hours, things like that. Michael, same thing with Justine. Mm. You knew what you were getting into, yet you want to complain about the life that they're living. But this is how you met them doing exactly this. True. So it's that. But I like that Cam is, you could tell he is the baby, the baby boy of the family. So I like that when he does call his sister. Um, Shout out to Steph. Girl, I was going to say, that's my sister now. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> baby, when Stephanie said it, I like that she gave it to him real. Yes. Very raw from a woman's perspective. Yes. You know, um, when she said, because I'm not going for that shit. Girl, I yelled in this, in this room of mine. Okay. I said, preach, <laughs> Stephanie. I know that's right. Like, okay. yeah, she wants a for sure way. Like, Cam, you're not, I get it. You're, you're only going to see things as far as you can see them. You know, he. Mm -hmm. you could tell, like, he's just a baby boy. He's been spoiled. He's been taken care of. He's always did what he wanted to do. But no, now you are a husband. Right. And that's what Stephanie is telling you. Like, I'm not going for that shit. She wants a for sure income that you're chipping in with these bills. Right. Period. Yep, and I ain't going for it either. I was Stephanie, right, <laughs> right, and she didn't diminish what he's been doing. She's like, I understand that rapping is your career, but you made a choice. You decided to be a husband and now a father. So that's what she's expecting. She's been waiting, and she wants you to come in and play a very serious role in contributing to what's going on. So one hundred percent, like. Thank you, Stephanie, for giving great advice and also not being too heavy handed with it. Like she told him what she needed to say. And then she was like, cheer up, Charlie right. Brown. <laughs> I loved it. I love that because he did sound all sad. I like that she said that. That was nice. Yeah. And Cam did apologize. Um, right. It was a whack ass. It started off whack. Yeah. But wiggity, wiggity, whack. But he cleaned it up well. So yes. I was like, okay, fine find Cameron right but then it was like here come the dumb shit right because now she's on him I don't like that these women bully them into turning on their location right I feel so, like yeah. that's what they're doing I'm like yeah. so add another one to the list Eris telling Cam that his his uh location better be on at all times and I'm just and like, girl, damn. Fuck you. <laughs> girl, fuck you. Like, I wish anybody would. Like, okay. No, 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 no. Don't play with me. Yeah. Don't play with me. Mm -mm. I yeah. don't like it. And I feel like if you have to do all that, that says a lot. It's giving insecure. Right. I, I think that we are seeing more women on this season than ever before you know, saying, oh, we want the location on because they're, they're lacking trust. I think some folks trust more than others, but there's definitely a lack of trust. And it's, it is, it's giving insecure because if you are with this person and you're so confident in all the, all of these decisions you've made, right. Whether it's heiress marrying Cam or Taylor getting pregnant by chance or, you know, Monique putting her life on hold to be with Derek in another place. Like, You've trusted him so far 
to do a certain amount of stuff, but now you want to track his every move. Like we gotta it figure out what we want. No yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I agree. Like he could have framed up. Like he didn't have to tell her. Well, I didn't think I was wrong. You know, I feel like, but I I can't appreciate that he walked through his thought process on why he needed to apologize. And they have been doing good at that, you know, kind of finding a way mm-hmm. to resolve the issues that they're having. But yeah, it does feel like at the same time, like Eris and all of the other ladies, you know, let's remember what's going on. You decided to make some very serious life decisions with someone fresh out of prison. So all of this extra overbearing shit, like it's just not helping. I, I mean, I kind of get it, but it's not helping. It's, yeah, agreed. So, so yeah, I mean, and we all know in real time, you know, Cam was probably one of the first folks to make sure he hopped on socials, even during the love after lockup season to defend his name. So we know he's working. We know things are working out, you know, for them as a couple, but you know, they, they going through their growing pains. And again, I say like, (laughs) if there was a way for us to just be able to release some of these couples into the wild, like y'all are ready to fly. You're good. (laughs) Get the I think, fuck on. Yes, <laughs> I think they would be one of those couples. So, anywho, okay, who's next? Uh, let's see, Lindsay and Blaine, Lindsay. and we got Justine and Michael. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we got Derek and Monique, who we don't have to say for last, and Taylor and Chance. Hmm. Okay, let's switch it up. One little brazzle dazzle. Yes. Let's do Lindsay and Blaine. Lindsay. You know Lindsay loves to piss me off. Right. So, girl. Surprise, surprise. We open with Lindsay still upset that Blaine didn't tell her about house arrest. (laughs) Girl. When are you not pissed? Right. Um, So, she packs a bag and she says that she's going to leave and and Blaine reads her down just a little bit, you know, and tells her mm-hmm. that she always leaves when things aren't perfect in Lindsay's world. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's a, she's a bit of a, a runner, you know, and, and that as soon as something gets a little she's bit. She's a runner. She's a track star. <laughs> Tootsie. Shout out to Tootsie, honey. <laughs> okay. She, she going to run away when it gets hard. And that's Lindsay to a T. And so, a dramatic exit at that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? Um, <laughs> as I was watching, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? This is a classic Simone move. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> the dramatic exit. Okay. <laughs> chase me. <laughs> chase me. <laughs> Just oh chase. That's all we want. I'm like, oh, I wonder what Lizzie side is. Girl, you a Libra. But it's, Girl. yeah. Yeah, but he, he did read her down. He was like, girl, with all that. Okay. Right. And then when she left, he said, don't let the good, wait, don't let the girl. door hit you where the good Lord split you. I said, this old uh, Mississippi, like you could come up with nothing better than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very old school country talk. So um she drives off and of course they're adding a little bit of dramatic interest in there and she's like hey babe can't wait to come get you you know and it's like of course a distraction for Lindsay, and and honestly never even revisited that so 
again just because it was probably her daughter that's I right, right? Like it was her daughter i thought it was her daughter too she's she's told us on the internet that it was like her best friend but it's like either way girl we don't know why you're here because we know everything is full of shit but anyways so <laughs> so she's gone for the night the next day blaine's dad comes by and we see blaine in a jesus is my plug shirt that girl. <laughs> had the girls going a little bit like what's why would he have this t-shirt on but like after you were a known drug dealer and don't put jesus in your foolishness okay right do not right put so, the Lord next. <laughs> so that's our initial thoughts but then we realized that blaine has actually really been into the church for the past couple of years he's been sober and um attending a, a church has created a, a great relationship with a pastor and he is now headed to mission and overcomer sunday to give a testimony about uh, about his journey and i was like oh, okay. i liked it yeah and of course blaine goes to like a black church in mississippi okay yes yeah. so it was it was like deaf black it pastor mm-hmm but, you know, and I also thought about, like, you know, when it comes to those that are forgiving of of those coming out of their substance mm-hmm. abuse and their criminal activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely found, like, a good country church uh, led mm-hmm. by a black pastor. You know, it was a small, humble congregation. But, but yes. this whole time, you know, his dad is there um, at the house and he asks, where's Lindsay? And Blaine tells, you know, his dad that she done run off. And his daddy looked at him like, well, I mean, I could have told you that was going to (laughs) happen. It's like, yep. So she's MIA as they head to the church. Lindsay's grandmother and and Miley Grace show up before she does. And just as Blaine's headed up to the podium and he starts to pray and give his testimony, then we see Lindsay slink her way into the church and then after service, they talk about the past few days. So in the conversation, Blaine wants to know where she's been. And, you know, she talks about the, their lack of communication. And he's like, well, I don't even know where you were. And that's when she lets us know that she was with Stephanie. And it was just like, girl, you know, you didn't set that up. Like, <laughs> you didn't tell anybody that you were going out with some chick. Exactly. Exactly. But she does say she wants to be a part of decisions that are made, which... Fair. I mean, I'll mm. give her that much. Um, mm. But Blaine says it's hard talking to her. And we know that okay, for damn agreed. sure. <laughs> agreed. Okay. And he says in his confessional, you know, that he's, he wants things to get better. But he says a mouth will say anything. And I was like, and this is true. Mm. Mm. You can talk a lot of talk, but you got to walk the walk too, Lindsay. So. Agreed. And then he was talking about his grandmother, Miss Wanda. Yes, he was. Which I was like, of course, his grandmother is named Miss Wanda, <laughs> like a white woman named Wanda in <laughs> Mississippi. In cool. <laughs> Mississippi, and I was just like, okay, this explains a lot about Blaine, and I like it. Like, I really yeah. do like it. Yeah, it definitely explained a lot. He he, it explained his demeanor. Like, he's not mm-hmm. about a lot of this BS. He is not going to come off like he wants to keep up with the dramatics. You know, he's not some cussing guy. Like, 
there's a lot of guys on here that really give off terrible vibes and you know you worry about what they would be willing to do if the cameras were off and blaine is not one of those guys and it explains I agree. Yeah. yeah i think he's just with the wrong type of woman i think he mm -hmm. needs like a good wholesome you know yes. well, not, maybe not good and wholesome but just not lindsay he, i think lindsay is too too fast for him yeah i think he needs somebody who is just as invested in their recovery as he is agree i don't agree right i don't think that Lindsay is so much invested in her recovery she's still very much in a like a survival mode in the way that she moves and even as she was driving down that dirt road to leave she's like it doesn't matter what guy I pick you know, I'm going to wind up being hurt. And it's like, because you're too worried about picking a guy. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like you're a pretty girl. Relax. Go be a mother to your daughter. Like right. that's the part that needs to happen. Right. First and foremost. And then the rest of that shit will fall in place. Exactly. Like worry about yourself, your child, your sobriety, your commitment to being off of or out of jail and, and working towards getting off of parole or probation, whatever you're on and just really establishing something for yourself. Because even the fact that you are relying on this show as your income and you've brought somebody like Blaine into the mix. Now it's really showing that it's a you problem, Lindsay, like Blaine <laughs> would have been just fine and working on his recovery and going to church without this show. You, I don't know what you would be doing without this show. And trouble. Right? Period. Like, and it's like, she's still scamming. She still give me scammer vibes. Right. Like, you scam Deontay. You're bored of probably scamming Blaine in a way because he's just, you can run over him. Put it like that. Yeah. Cause even, yeah, I was going to say she's still glorifying so much of the bad stuff, you know, like, Oh yeah. You know, I used to be the biggest drug dealer in town and I can still round up money right now if I want. And just that whole demeanor and that approach to, to life. Blaine is not on that. And Blaine is also trying to stay out of jail. You know, that was his MO in going mm -hmm. and getting uh, put on tether <laughs> instead of going mm -hmm. to jail so it's just yeah she's not in the same place as him like she's not as far along in her walk <laughs> and he could be by himself or find somebody that's a little bit more supportive of what he's trying to do maybe a little bit deeper into the church you know where he is right now I don't know you know Blaine he's Blaine and Lindsay they stay on Twitter you know while the show is airing and um, he responded to one of my tweets and I was just like, she better treat you right, Blaine. <laughs> Period. Or we ride at dawn. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. She like me, I could take her. Okay, it's not a problem. Girl, right? She's scary as fuck. And then um, I, I think I saw a post. Um, he got a new haircut. He looked good without that swoop. So oh good yes <laughs> very good Blaine <laughs> right he gonna be alright so okay who's next Justine and Michael girl okay Justine try to keep calm <laughs> so first 
Justine discovers that Michael took $12,000 out of their joint account. Girl, discovered. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Tasting y'all. I was like, how did it go from 5K for the ring to 12K is now missing? Do you hear me? Like, what's T? What else did you mm. pay for? And of course, Michael is like, oh, you know, I'm re up. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And he's like, oh, I was going to make sure to put the money back before she found out, but I didn't move fast enough. Where were you going to get 12K to just put back? Girl, look, I don't. My thing is this, Justine, you signed up to be with this type of nigga. So, well, let me read. Let me say it nice. But like, you know, you this is what you signed up to do. Like, this is the type of man you wanted. You thought it was cute. Yeah. Now look at you. Right. Wondering where the money went. That's yep. what come with this type of guy, these type of guys. Like, I don't understand. We're not 21. We we know this. So what's the problem? This is what her mother was talking about. You got this car that he gave you and you don't know where the money came from. And now money is disappearing. And sure enough, Michael doesn't want her challenging it. He he mm-hmm. gaslights her basically and says, you know, other couples don't even have this money to be having this argument, sir. <laughs> like y'all are I asked a a question. Right. And stop playing with me. Yeah. She should have kept that job. She knows it. Asked, there you go. <laughs> Cause it's like all she do, she just sit around and eat. Like, <laughs> girl. I understand you are pregnant, but and she said it. He was like, "I bossed you up," and he said, "I'm." And she said, "No, you turned me into a slave." Like, <laughs> and that's how. It, what do you think a is gonna maid. happen when you had a baby, Justine? Like, right. yeah, a maid. What do you, I said? A slave. Jesus help us. <laughs> but like, what do you think is gonna happen when you had a baby, girl? He did. He really and not he gonna let her leave. And Mocha calling, girl. So. <laughs> So fuck. But you wanted this time. You signed up for this. You right. thought it was cute. Yes. And this is what you signed up for. Right. So deal with it. Again, another one that decided to get pregnant, acting like mm-hmm. you putting your trust in a nigga. Pussy hoe how you figure. Pussy hoe how you figure. <laughs> Come on. Take me bike. Take me bike, honey. Take me bike. <laughs> you know, yeah, like. Baby, wait a minute. I was riding the other day. You know, I got my little and radio <laughs> and they i heard this beat and i said this sounds familiar right you know i've been so far removed mm-hmm. so i said damn what song is this i know i i know it girl i heard that beat i it's like i never left the seven hills honey <laughs> it was anybody want a motherfucking dad come see <laughs> I, who me see double d nigga i was like why do i still know these words like <laughs> girl forever ingrained <laughs> yes i was like oh it's been so long but yeah but yeah so yes. it's like just i i just don't have it on the sympathy side for, for justine i just don't and you was just walking around here big tough ass bad ass you know my man my man my man mm-hmm. with your mom honey and now look at you it's twelve thousand dollars missing right uh, okay and y'all mm-hmm. going back and forth about who putting money in the account Meanwhile, you quit your job. You really, you, you said, I trust you with the finances. Right. When you did that. Right. So, 
Exactly. And then she, okay. I don't want to say that she tries to boil it down to it. Cause I don't want to, you know me, I'm always trying to be mindful to not be completely dismissive of these people, but she, she dials it back and says her main gripe is simply that he didn't talk to her. Can you just talk to me? Which, Hey, fair. But my thing is just like you said, you already have set so much in motion to make him believe that that type of action is okay. You quit your job Mm. kind of with not kind of, you quit your job with no notice. Mm. You from the car, from the car. Okay. You made it seem like getting pregnant was okay. And then you told your mother all of this at the same time as if she hadn't been helping to support you. And so now you're putting all of your trust in Michael. So yeah, I'm sure it it does send this signal to him. Like I can do what I want because in his mind, you're at home where you're supposed to be. And he's out oh, working. He said that too. He mm-hmm. said you doing what you're supposed to do. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I feel like I kind of understood what he was trying to say. Yeah. He but, tried to oh clean gosh, it up. Right. Like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. He tried to clean it up, but it was definitely. I mean, honestly, it was giving you're barefoot and pregnant at home, like I want you to be. Yeah, that's it. And I'm pretty sure they talked about this on those good jailhouse calls. Right. And that was the plan, which is why, because she didn't just up and quit her job. That's something they talked about, you know, yeah. before. Yeah. And one thing I will say about Michael, all that shit he said on that phone, he ready to get to it. Okay. True. That is true, right? We've always said, and that's, I think, the thing. <laughs> We've been saying, oh, their communication is great. And he's kind of standing, you know, in what he said he would do. So that's where it's like, Justine, if you're not liking it now, you should have thought maybe twice before you made some of these decisions because it was set up to where this plan was going to start in motion and he's holding up his end of the deal for the most part. So, yeah, you know, don't get me wrong. No, I don't know if I would have no joint account with anybody and be okay with 12K Hmm. missing, but girl especially now if it's my money that's going like that like okay yeah you gonna tell me something but if this your money we got this joint account i was just hey i need to pay the bills because he said he he paid the rent so i'm assuming that he's still doing that he's still doing so so well then he lied he lied to us oh, i put it into some investment some crypto currency and it's like why are you lying and that's where that's the issue Michael, where did all of that money go? All of that money did not go towards a ring. And what was your plan to put the money back? If you can't be 100 with Justine about that type of activity, just to give her understanding that, yes, money is coming and going, but it's coming back, then I would be suspicious too. Well, that's what she signed up for. So take your suspicious ass on in the room and eat your cereal and lay down. (laughs) because I just that's what you signed up for yeah this is true so but you know what again and in the way that he's been displaying himself you know he's consistent he apologizes and he's he said he will communicate with her more in the future which he's been consistent with trying to meet her you know mm-hmm. and come to an agreement on how they'll move forward so so they do that and they're good and then they're headed to Vegas the next day. 
So of course, we'll be moving better than Taylor. Let's be clear, okay? With the finances, okay? I'm sure Taylor would love it. Like, oh, there's two K missing. Where is it? Okay, I trust you, girl. <laughs> we'll get there because I'm so I'm so mad. Don't play about no money. Oh my gosh. So, of course, our bananas in pajamas are matching. Um, they've oh. got their matching masks on, okay? Photos of themselves. In the airport. That would have pissed me off if I would have saw them pooching <laughs> through O'Hare or Midway. With this, <laughs> I know these goofies from out of town about to get their ass robbed. Like, <laughs> like what? They were definitely about to have a field day. (laughs) Yes, they were absolutely at Midway because they were flying Southwest to Vegas. Um, And they get in a Beamer (laughs) once they get out there. Courtesy. Right. Well, it was courtesy of Mocha. And then they pull up to like the Hilton Garden Inn or something. Mm. The shit just don't really match. But, you know, not adding up. They're excited, you know, to be together in a way. So the next day, they go to the studio where Mocha greets Michael mm. and completely gives Justine the cold shoulder. Now, and here's my thing, baby. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't have let she's good because I wouldn't have let that ride. Yeah, I wouldn't. Have. As soon as we walked in the door and you own that, Michael, I'm gonna go. Right. And you gonna let this ride, Michael? You not gonna say nothing? Right. Uh, you Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, Michael, if I don't know if you told Mocha that Justine was coming or not, but she's there now. And if you are going to this have her can't even say hi. Right. <laughs> if you're gonna bring her with you, then make sure that <clears throat> you command the respect for her, right? While she is there. Otherwise, don't bring her. Otherwise, put your foot let's down. let's be clear. I can guarantee you if Mocha has any type of girlfriend, fiance, boyfriend, husband, whatever, okay? <laughs> he wouldn't allow that type of disrespect. Right. Right. Just off his character and how he acts he and the way he behaves, queening, Okay. He wouldn't allow nobody to disrespect his his significant other like that. And, and at this point, I think this Get is Get over where, it. Right? I'm just so frustrated because it's like, listen, let me move along a little bit first. So mm-hmm. Michael says he performed at the 2017 Latin Grammys. There's no evidence that anyone can find of it. But Ooh. we, Ooh. I mean, I'm just saying I tried to look for it. I wanted to see. But, you know, who knows? He might have been like, um, you know, opening yeah. events, right? Like a different stage, different stage. Exactly. <laughs> so Michael seems to, you know, put a lot of trust in Mocha and Mocha helping to advance his career. And therefore, Mocha, you know, takes advantage of that. He wants to mold Michael, a.k.a. Montana Mills, into the rapper that he wants him to be. So. You know, he's like, okay, are you, you're out here now? Are you ready to work? It's time. Like, there's a lot that needs to be done very quickly. And hey, if this is all legitimate, he seems to have things lined up and he is ready to go, go, go. And Michael, Mm -hmm. you know, he has taken on this show. He started dating Justine. They got on this show 
And now he knows that he has to be with Justine to film, to parade around, to make this money. And he's also pursuing this rap career with Mocha. And he clearly is not on board with their relationship. Michael tells Mocha that he and, and Justine are expecting and he's pissed because he feels like he waited, quote unquote, for Michael. And Girl, I didn't like that verbiage. You better say something else. Right. What you mean you waited for me? Like you my my woman. Like you're Justine. Justine waited for him. His mother waited for him. His kids waited for him. Right. And that's another thing. All of these people are demanding his attention. Right. Let's be clear. Yes. Right. It's a lot. Nobody gave him any time to adjust because he got out and he hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. Granted, I respect it. As you know, like we see sure. bum ass motherfuckers on this show, like yes. Michael with Sarah. Um, yes. We've got to get to this old chance, honey. And you know, yep. we've seen it. So, right. I like that he is hitting the ground running. However, comma. I think it's too many people pulling him in too many different directions. Everybody wants his attention. And I'm going to be honest, Michael, you don't spend enough time with your kids for me. Maybe right. it's not televised, but no, there's, I ain't feeling it. Right. It's just like, how could he? You know, he got out. He couldn't leave the state of Pennsylvania. The kids were on Rhode Island. Once he could leave the state, they didn't show you know, him visiting. And I get it, right? That's where we may not have seen some things. But what we also now see is that y'all pawned off all of them children on other people. Justine, mm. oh, they're well taken care of. Okay, girl. And now y'all are all the way in Vegas. And Justine, you getting a cold shoulder when you could just be at home with them children. And Michael, you're out here being tasked with being a 35-year-old married man who should mm. portray as this bachelor. You you probably should not have immediately started to revisit your rap career with Mocha, who is very demanding of your time and mm, seems mm. to think very highly of you. And you know me, I love my YouTubers. Auntie's advice. She, she said some things that I had to take into consideration because I was definitely out here calling Mocha everything but a child of God. And mm -hmm. if he is a businessman, which I'm still a little bit... Mm, it's a little sketch mm -hmm. to me but if this is what he's focused on and he expected michael to come out ready to work like michael michael i don't know if you were selling everybody a dream or if you were you know trying to get everybody to believe that you were gonna invest your time in them whether it was justine or the kids or mocha but this is clearly not working and seeing your producer disrespecting your wife like that that should be a no-no you know at that Agreed. point you should say okay let me figure out what i'm gonna do because i can't have him over here disrespecting my wife i should still be at home spending more time with my children and then hey mocha and the way he talks to michael like girl, right i don't like it you i'll beat your ass like it's like <laughs> tell me the last time you saw a successful married rapper i'll wait and it's just like, Mocha, it is 2023. All they ass got one girlfriend right. around this bitch. Okay, they might right. be cheating like a motherfucker, but they have one girl. Even who was that that said that? I think Charlemagne said that. Like when he interviewed, it was either Dirk or Baby. Mm -hmm. And he was like, y'all all got one girl. He was like, Pop, 
uh, Snoop, all of them was they was out here like doing the most, you know, yeah. when they were that age. They're so young and they all have one girlfriend. And one of them was like, these hoes don't be on shit. Like, and I was like, oh, you right. know, but stop playing with him, you know, Mocha. Like, you, it can happen, okay? Right. Like, relax. It's, and then talking yes. about he's he's competing with eighteen year olds. No, he's not. No. He is damn near forty. He's not competing with them. He's not about to be out here doing no dances and shit like that. Like, <laughs> right? Be cool. Right. And I think the sad part is if he's not competing with the 18 year old, he really can't compete with his peers because, you know, me, I'm always going to put like two chains at the top of that list. So, mm-hmm. OK, Mary. Mocha. Sure. Maybe two chains got married after we got to know him a little bit. But guess what? Him and Keisha already had all them kids. So yes, they did. he never portrayed himself as some bachelor that all the women, you know, that he wanted all these girls like that wasn't even a part of his flow for real and and guess what all of these rappers have to mature and change their flow change their image because yes. two chains went from titty boy right. to two chains yes. so <laughs> mocha i mean montana mills whatever the fuck he don't even have to go through all that he he can just he doesn't have to rebrand himself he right. can just not in that way he could just start where he is and rebrand himself later but come right. on be tripping so I don't know. It's just like, I'll, I'll respect you as a businessman and not make it seem like you just want Michael for yourself because that was the vibes it was giving Mocha. But at the same time, like you said, like you don't have to talk to him like that. Like if there's mm-hmm. a contract that you want to sign <laughs> so that you can make sure that he commits his time or whatever you need to do, figure that out. But you, he's low key bullying him and even mocking who he is like so what you want to keep having kids are you going to be at the studio yes, he or does you... he said he does <laughs> right i'm like listen if this man wants to be a family man you have to accept that for what it is and, right don't worry about my household right and, and mocking him making it seem like it's something wrong with you know changing diapers instead right. of being at the studio at 2 a.m like listen i get it if you know y'all working around the clock you got to figure things out, but you don't have to diminish the life that he's trying to make for himself. Just tell him to keep it real with you. Right. So, you know, everybody's not willing to be future, you know, in these streets. Plenty of mar- plenty of rappers Thank are married. Pl- okay. <laughs> plenty of rappers got their kids all the time. Like it is a new era. Mm-hmm. So he he has Thank to get the hit first goodness. and and then the thing a <laughs> girl and then we go make a song about it so the rest of the meek uh no i want to say meek meals my tender meals whatever the fuck go girl. make a song about it to teach the rest of these niggas how to go do that <laughs> right right you can be whoever you want to be and then again bringing it back into the perspective of this show mocha we are getting to know michael from love and life after lockup like people are not going to take that be able to separate those two so mm-hmm. even as he rises to fame there were going to be people that are like where's justine where are them kids what's mm. up with you and justine of course there's going to mm. be groupie hoes there's always some you know girl that's clueless or doesn't care but he he is literally creating a persona that people will be able to reference back to and it's going to involve his significant other so unless you 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 should have called him before he got on the show because people are not going to scrub this from their memory like we know Um, who he is now mocha let's be clear we only know you from this show okay 
Okay, All so right. back to that. So Mocha, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's like, oh yeah, he's legit. He's real. Okay, yeah, I've seen him. He's He made a couple videos or whatever. He's got about 300,000 followers on social media. So I watched... I guess it was a clip of a music video oh. that he made, right? <laughs> Whatever. Say, I don't give a fuck. But when I tell <laughs> you, my tongue. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but when I, I, I saw a lot. What appeared to be a lot of bots responding, like, "Oh my gosh, this is great, awesome, love it so much!" Right? You mm. you realize when you start to read bot type of re- comments. Mm. And I'm like, mm. Namoka, did we buy some of our followers? Because that's a thing. Hello. That's definitely a thing, baby. And he gives the vibes like, tell, you know, he, he looks like the guy that would tell his assistant, yo, I need to get my follower count up. I need to look like I'm somebody and, yeah. and go ahead and pay out of pocket for, you know, a set of followers that then turn into another set of followers. And now you got a bunch of robots commenting on your video. But you know nobody really knows who you are <laughs> so oh, i don't know i i hate i just yeah of bullshit. right <laughs> right he's he's just i'm not feeling his vibe i'm not feeling the way that he's approaching michael or justine but at the same time you make a very good point there's so many people pulling michael in so many different directions and he, hey i don't knock him for trying to, to take advantage of any money he can make coming out of prison if the show's gonna pay you if mocha's gonna pay you you know i get it i would try to grab as much money as i could as well but clearly you kind of overcommitting and doing the most and getting justine pregnant you know it's it's a lot it's much so it's too damn much (laughs) but right but if but the thing that you know my last note is just like montana mills you can make it without Mocha. Just use your following off this show. OG Cam booked his own studio time. You can do that. You know, Period. he did it when he was in Pennsylvania. He he booked some studio time. So you if this man is trying to create an image for you that just doesn't <laughs> white boy house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but if Mocha's trying to create this image and this lifestyle, you know, that's just too much for where you are right now. You have enough going on to to get off your feet doing your own thing. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was a part of, you know, their Atlanta press run. You know, maybe that was him saying, I, I can do it without Mocha. Because he clearly seems to mm-hmm. be based in Vegas. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But okay. that's. And what's this, what's this move about? Like, I get it. You want the land for all of these kids. But girl okay michael i need to see these kids packing up and i don't feel i just don't feel like those mothers are going for that but okay simple i don't think they're going either and i have a hard time believing that he's actually sat down and had the real conversations with them you know so that they know to expect this and then it's just like you're so far away from them like it would make more sense if you were moving to atlanta agreed and you know take advantage of that scene and have them come out on what's more likely a little quick nonstop, you know from pennsylvania on down and and back and forth or rhode island i guess back and forth versus having to fly across the country across all these time zones 
to what either live with you and Justine or visit with you or and Justine. Busy. Come on. And then not be yeah. there because clearly Mocha don't want you at the house with them kids. <laughs> so, Girl. I don't know. Good night. Right. Um, let's see. You want to do um Monique and Derek? Girl, yeah. My notes start with these two. <laughs> <laughs> right. <sighs> so Derek is finally off tether and he's ready to go to Chicago to see Monique and perhaps, you know, some other fresh meat <laughs> that That's might be what it there. Is. I'm getting a gangster girl or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, go see the site, see what see what Chicago is hidden for. Um, and he's at Big Mom's house and she packs him a lunch and you know, asked if he's ready to go see Monique and if he has all his paperwork and everything. And of course, he doesn't have it all yet, but... Niggas and nigga shit. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> so, but, you know, she also asked if he's ready to act right. And he says that, yes, he is. And he tells her that he's planning to propose to Monique. And he says, Monique Bro, is about to... I had to sit down when, she, <laughs> when he said that. She sat down, okay? I said, period. Oh, I get it, Big Mom. She said, get out of here. <laughs> now you're doing too much for this hit television show. That's what oh I wanted. Gosh. I think she wanted to say. That's exactly what she wanted to say. She knows that this nigga's not ready for marriage. Can and you I'll imagine? I had all type of girls through that house. Okay, running in and out, ripping and running around. Cleveland child, she knows. Mm -hmm. It was probably a girl in that house the day before. That's probably why she had to sit down like that. Right, like, what? You know I could see you. <laughs> like, <laughs> sir, okay. So she tells him that marriage is a commitment. It's not a one-day show. And that was, I feel like, shade. Like, yes. This shade, <laughs> yep. Okay, these shade cameras goes. come in here and you want to talk about marriage? Like, no, that's not what marriage is. And she really wants him to do right by Monique. And, you know, one thing that nobody is talking about enough for me is the fact that Derek is not working. Now, albeit he is looking mm. good, but really how different is he from, like you just mentioned, a Michael from Michael and Sarah? He has not right. even mentioned a job. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not a- No, no, no. He, no, he loving this, this fresh out glow, baby, okay? Yes. He, he, he not a job, girl, good night. That's gonna fuck up. All type of shit. They ain't trying to... No, nah, he's not going to go do that right now. Right. So, you know, just this whole idea of him talking about Mary and Monique, like, he needs to be glad that Big Ma is, is sweet, you know, sweet as pie, because she could have laid into your ass. Like, nigga, you don't even work. Like... Hmm. So... I and, just gave... She gave him a little change. Exactly. You talking about a wife. Right. Because he don't work, she had to lend him five hundred dollars, which I'm like, wow. <laughs> she let did she was it a loan? You're right. She probably just gifted him just Yeah, because she was like, I got a little change for you. Like she was just giving it to him. Girl, my goodness. Oh gosh. And did she go in that bra to get it like all big moths do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I just saw she had a wad of money and was like, Will this work for you? And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, like <laughs> I love Big Mom because you know what? It, it, when it comes to like marriage and stuff, she's not in a place. She's older, right? 
old. She is old. And yeah. she has a totally different definition of marriage than Derek does. Like she said, it's not no one day thing for this show. Right. So I'm glad she is there to teach him what's right because clearly he don't have a clue. Okay. Right. Um, you know, I concern I'm concerned that he may not be listening, but she definitely is at least trying to get him to consider some things before he just makes these decisions and she's not just going to blindly support like she's asking some questions and it is the questions that need answers so so anyway after she gives him the money then his uncle al picks him up and he has flowers for monique uncle al the girls is kind of on uncle al you know, he was giving Master P vibes, okay? You know, I used Ice to cream love man. P. Girl, I used to love him, okay? <laughs> but he, you you know what else I love, Jackie? I didn't get ready, rid of many of niggas over them flowers. And uh-huh. he pulled up with some flowers for Monique. I was like, hey, Uncle Al. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I saw a lot of those eyeball emojis on Twitter, like, Who's Uncle Al? <laughs> I was like, okay, the girls hey, are checking. What's going on? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also asking the real questions to Derek, you know. Absolutely. Are you ready? Are you good? Have you checked in with your PO, you know? And Derek lets um, Uncle Al know that he has not received his official travel pass. So then oh. Uncle Al's like, yeah, maybe you should call her, you know? <laughs> and so he calls and she says that he cannot travel and oh, that, that he on his ass okay <laughs> so you know i was like more than ready to hear your point of view <laughs> coming from that side of the wall in the past <laughs> i think shit she wasn't wrong she's like i've been waiting on you to call me as a po like no nigga i don't hound you and look yeah. for you and call you you need to call me period right. i don't chase so you wait till you on your way to the airport <laughs> right you should have been checking on that and it shows like you're on this she knows you're doing this show she know you don't have a job so since you want to yeah. play let's play right right yeah should have took care of your business but he did he did send it to her she just you know but right. I like the way she she did that. She was like, "Yeah, I'll call you when I call you," and she did call back like, "I yeah, I fucked up. I got it, but don't play with me." Right? <laughs> you know, I appreciated that she was just like, "You're not gonna rush me. You know, I'm not gonna work on your time." Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> um, Uncle Al, and then of course Billiam in the back who popped out of nowhere Girl. scared the shit out of me. <laughs> whispers in a dog back there honey okay <laughs> they're like uncle al and billiam they was cool they yeah. they gave me like real og vibes yes but Derek, why would you not clear that shit up before you just think you about to pooch to chicago like you right. you just pooch it on to the airport and ain't checked on shit right and all he had to, to do me, was call to me hey i sent that i sent it did you get it you know like I'm in days not on the right. day you are going to the airport like right. no it doesn't work that way nigga i'm not gonna be looking for you and you the one need something for me right exactly okay. and oh, okay. you know when make she, it make sense 
<laughs> yeah. And when she calls back and says, you know, you're good, she tells him, you know, you be- don't pull no shit in Chicago. When I call you, you pick up. Hmm, you got to answer that phone, boy. I'm. She worse than Monique. Monique, you, I that keep on. You got a little competition. <laughs> <laughs> That's his real PO, baby. Oh, so. You know, after he gets off the phone with her, they're good to go. They're on the way to the airport. So now he's telling, you know, Uncle Al and Billiam that he's going to propose to Monique. And they... Baby's like, what? Right? <laughs> I feel like everybody is like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, boy, you, we just saw the girls. Like, oh, okay. Right. And, you know, I think Billiam's like, well, what will you do if she says no? And... You know, she ain't gonna say no. She, how was like, she? He's so what? arrogant. He's so arrogant. I love it so much. He's just like, <laughs> what is she gonna say no to? They ain't no no. That's not in the vocabulary. Ooh. And I was like, he know he got a bottom bitch on his side, don't it? Definitely does. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we really didn't see Monique this week. You know, we just heard her. I wouldn't even marry him to be honest, motherfucker. No. You just got on TV talking about you slept with ten girls. Right. And oh my gosh. Boy, get the fuck no. What do you mean? What is there to say no to? That. Right. That alone. Right. Stupid. Okay, and this is all after you admitted to cheating with somebody else, having unprotected sex, like a P a girl, all type of shit. There's a so P-O, much. Just everything. Right. Yes. What do you mean? What is there to say no to? <laughs> There's Stupid. a lot, actually. <laughs> Because you have pulled so many stunts from day one with her. So, yeah, I would hesitate myself. So, but he's off to Chicago, you know, also flying on that good Southwest flight. So he will be landing at Midway (laughs) where he will uh, get picked up by Monique. And I guess they'll be spending some time in the shy. She better have him on a good leash, baby, because... Baby, these girls ruthless. Yes. Okay, hide your man, hide your kids, hide your wife. Yes. <laughs> you better get them, cause baby, they these hoes ready to die about that dick. Okay, girl, I ain't got time for it, Damn. Monique. Your sisters can't save you. <laughs> and you moving around with cameras and shit, so they gonna think he's somebody. Girl, they gonna light the camera actually on. That's all these girls about mm-hmm. <laughs> need is a love. 15 minutes of fame. Girl, you will, you will be known for the girl that got beat up. Leave girl. it alone. Keep he, your man. He definitely has a, a a primary side chick in Chicago now. Guaranteed. Probably. Yeah. Straight from 63rd. Probably yes. work right there at Midway. Like, he didn't even have oh, to yes. leave the airport. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because if I see him, I'm Derek. Boy, Derek. get your goof ass. <laughs> Goofball ass never get your ass out my city. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know, he looked like the type of guy that asked stupid questions just to, you know, engage in conversation with people. And then next thing right. you know, you're exchanging numbers and now you're calling his third phone. So. Exactly. So, so yeah. So that was them this week. Not much, right, but that you know, was it. setting us up for more foolishness with them um, in a coming week. And last and least, oh. we got Taylor and Chance. Girl, he makes my soul itch. <sighs> my God, today, Taylor. Oof. You so, got to do better. You deserve better. You deserve like, better, girl. yeah. Yeah. 
it so, can't this can't be like it's got to be more mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're at the hospital taylor is there we're in the final moments of labor and i think all the meds have kicked in for her and um she has baby mason and we see chance being as annoying as ever you know asshole um you know she's trying to do skin to skin and bond with the baby and he's pretty much the baby snatches him yeah yeah i didn't like that at all but you know what bobby where Mm. were you Mm. that was your role to play yeah and you did not you sat up there and said you wouldn't miss it for the world and everything and then you got triggered and you left yeah so I wonder if, like, I wonder did Chance trigger her? Like, was he even there at that time? Like, I don't know. He was there. So I wonder, was he a trigger for her? Like, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. If it was my sister and she had a husband like that and was about to have his baby and I'm stuck in the hospital with him, I probably would have been like, you know what? I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Y'all got it. Like, because I just know Chance, he's a asshole right saying all type of little stuff you know so she probably was like you know what it's not just me we're here with my sister her husband is here and i hate him so i'm gonna go right i don't know i think that there were a lot of people it seemed like we're trying to get chance under control because it was a nurse or somebody in the background you know that was like hey she's just done all the work like chill and he was the doctor the doctor said that yeah a male doctor like what yeah so it's like it takes a man (laughs) child he wasn't listening to nobody you know so he didn't give a fuck yeah he'll snatch the baby right on up baby that's when my sister would have been there whooping ass okay and let me tell you something my sister nothing like me she real nice but don't play with don't play with her because like it's fucked up because you're doing that she cannot move right she's like literally you know i just didn't give him here just give him here and then the baby's crying should have made you feel like shit right right dude he was comfortable he's on his mother's chest like also he's stressed out like come on literally just went through the birth canal like yeah now i'm in this fucked up ass world with y'all i was cooling in the oven now i'm out here with y'all yeah i want to cry right and immediately <laughs> got to deal with this motherfucker as a dad like right soon as he pick him up like here go this nigga girl oh here we go so <laughs> okay i would be mad too baby mason so right. five weeks later we see the chaos that has erupted at taylor and chance's house um, you know, there's lots of noise, baby cries, uh, chance calling for Taylor to, you know, for whatever reason, you know, you can just tell there's don't a, call me for shit. You hit this baby crying, right? Yeah, all these other kids demanding my attention. Don't call me for shit. Matter of fact, call <laughs> that bitch who was texting from work, right? Since y'all laid off. Oh, okay, girl. Speaking of, right? So, chance mm-hmm. lets us know he's been laid off. And he's been lying about it using that old excuse, you know, that he doesn't want Taylor asking, you know, if he's out with other females. So he just leaves and pretends like he's going to work and apparently goes to try and look for work. Now, 
If you were laid off, why aren't you down at the unemployment office? Do you hear me? Was there a severance package? No. Was there, like you said, is there unemployment that could be collected? Because, but instead you got your ass down to the slot machines. I think Mm -hmm. Chance was fired. And, you know, Chance, again, right? Because Chance is the person that thinks every, he's smarter than everybody. Yes, he does. And he thinks that we will, will, you know, believe that he's been laid off and all of this makes sense. When we know when you're laid off, like you said, there's typically severance or at least eligibility for unemployment that you can seek out first before you're completely ass out. And also, Chance, you Mm. told us that you were leaving work early Mm. to go down to the casino. So, of course, you're not really getting all the way to like full 40 hours or beyond if you're leaving work early all the time. And maybe that was frowned upon in general. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was actually fired and not unemployed. But Mm. I don't know. I digress. But... Mm. (laughs) So, yeah, he's he's out here doing nothing. But before we see him, you know, completely spiraling, he goes to see his friend, John, who is essentially like a house flipper, works in construction. And he's too shamed to tell him outright that he needs work. But then he does finally beat around the bush, you know, to let him know that he's looking. And John says that he'll have more work available in like four to six weeks when a demo project starts. Um But, you know, he's got guys that are, you know, that have been working with him that are probably reliable and experienced that aren't working right now. So, you know, Chance will have to wait. Um, And he says that they'll basically be homeless in a month. And I'm just like, dog, (laughs) then why are you not? You know, a lot of people were saying, why isn't he out in front of Home Depot? And I'm like, that's because Chance is full of shit. Like he's pushing off this construction you know, expertise and power washing and all that type of stuff. But again, the garage, quote unquote, you know, room for Bobby was more than enough <laughs> for us to know that he is not skilled, you know, at that shit. And no, there's absolutely no way. Half-ass bullshit. He acts right. like he's on drugs, to be honest. Yes. He gives every bit of crackhead. Yes, he does. He does. So um, Taylor calls Bobby to vent about everything that's going on. And she says that they're drowning. Girl. (laughs) And then Bobby alone. Like y'all keep triggering her over there. Leave her alone. Right. Because it's like, what can she do? And without coming off like she's overstepping, what can she do without chance, you know, throwing a fit? It's hard, right? Because she should be able to talk to her sister about what's going on. But it also has to suck when there's nothing that she can do about it. So, girl, from there, we see Chance go to the bar where his friend Daryl works, who I believe that's the guy whose um, driveway he power washed. And for free. For free, right? Just to test it out. Mm-hmm. you know, cause Just once- to test it out. And uh, that's another <laughs> right. thing. Go get that fucking power washer. Right. If Say you it. out of work, you need to go go get this motherfucking power washer that you spent this four hundred, however much money he spent on it. Either go sell it or go use it. Exactly right. See, it, this Taylor is... don't be on his ass, baby. He he would think he got up. He would be quick to say, "You not my PO," and I would be quick to say, "Bitch, yes, I am." <laughs> I'm gonna call him in a bitch. 
I wouldn't do that. But I would. I would have to tell him, yes, I am. Because while you you acting like a con artist and right. like you talking to Boo Boo the Fool, baby, I'm finna get on your ass and go there with you. Because I'm not about to be around here with four screaming ass kids. Right. While you go play slots all goddamn day. No. See, he doesn't have no black woman, baby. Oh, girl. Kayla, stand up. Stand up. <coughs> stand up. Yeah. Um, yep. So, at the bar, they take a shot to Mason. You know, for the <laughs> motherfuckers that ain't did shit. <laughs> you ain't get a push gift. You, you went to the bar, my nigga? Girl. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. if you were, you better least, get a cigar and sit in this house. <laughs> either that, or get your ass out there and really bring home the bacon, and then you can celebrate with the shot. You haven't been doing anything because oh, there you go. I'm with you when you write, friend. <laughs> right? Like again, five weeks out from Mason's birth, and you have lost your job. That means within the first month of his life, you literally have not been employed so i just don't know what you're celebrating at this point and and you're playing slot and then right right? (laughs) he notices some slot machines oh does anyone ever win on those and then daryl who could have been like no doesn't work gonna tell him oh i've I've been surprised i've seen people win more than i expect i'm like sir why would you well you know what a he doesn't know probably that chance has a gambling problem you're right because he'd be lying B, he's such a liar. B, let's be clear. He is the owner of that bar. Maybe he's just a bartender. I don't know. But there, those slots are in there for a reason. Touche. I'm pretty yeah. sure they get some money off of winnings and all of that stuff. So, of course, he's going to encourage <laughs> people to play. That They're there for a reason. Even the lowest of low lives. Yes, please. Yeah. I've seen them. And girl, we was at the bar a few weeks ago. And this man was in there on his lunch break, like playing those machines. And he was like, yeah, I don't want like 600 off this machine before. I was like, oh, okay. You know what? And, and more power to that man. Cause guess what he was doing? Playing on his lunch break while he works before and after. <laughs> Period. But Mr. Chance, oh no. Unemployed and running low on funds. He loses $70 in 30 minutes. And then, right, and his little confessional, he's like, oh, I just, I'm so stupid. I really thought I was going to win. And, you know. Says people who gamble. Yes. Like, you know, like, come on now. And this is where my notes, I 100% agree with, like you said earlier. I think he's back on that narcotic. And if he's not, he will be in no time because he's getting to this space where there's this sense of hopelessness. You know, he's not working. Mm -hmm. He's with Taylor. They got all these kids. He's feeling like she doesn't trust him. He's a gambler and he's not winning. Like to me, that just sounds like a recipe to look to use to escape all of that. And then next Mm -hmm. thing you know, you're going to be looking for ways to get money, to get more drugs. And you're not going to be focused on working at all. Agree. So another one where it's like Taylor you know, you could have dated this man and had him living with you and your girls and figuring out the next step in your lives. But have, getting pregnant that fast, having that baby, 
I'm not I'm not surprised you feel like you're drowning because this man is not it. He's not the one. And then he acted like he wanted kudos for being there for the birth. Like, nigga, you don't get no motherfucking kudos for doing some shit you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be there. Right. Right. See, I, I I just don't like it. Like he con artist, you're from Florida. I wanna know what what made you get out of prison and go to Ellsbury, whatever the fuck they live at. <laughs> um Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, like I really wanna know. Like that's to me, that's a scam. You know, he's yeah. scam Taylor. Like you knew she was a country girl that really doesn't know much about a lot you know and just she's been through a lot um yeah he knew something she doesn't yeah like she kind of she she doesn't really get very angry with him all the time she just kind of lets him do whatever she makes a lot of excuses for him i don't like it mm-hmm. yeah so, i don't know well she remember she was dating somebody that he was also incarcerated with and I think that allowed for him to get a perspective on who she was and her situation and how he could scam her. You know, how can I get Let involved me tell with you this something. They, The motherfucker she was dating, because didn't they meet like she called somebody on three-way or something? I think, yeah, she was like relaying messages. Maybe that guy, you know, his minutes were up or something. So she talked to Chance instead. Some shit like that. So guess what? He probably passed Taylor on to Chance yeah that's probably what happened yeah he probably had another chick he probably was about to get out you know look i i be i got what i needed out of it you can have it yeah mm. which is sad yeah niggas do stuff like that yeah geo niggas too they do that they do that all the time but hey whatever right but again like we've said you know taylor is holding on and not marrying this man yet and that's her last that's her last chance you know, that's the only thing left that will keep her from being completely tied to this man and completely overburdened with the financial decisions that he's making. You can't marry him, Taylor. <laughs> At all, my mom. So, I mean, even if you don't, you can't marry him, but he needs to go. Like, you right. got four kids, Taylor. Right. Like, come on. Send him back to Florida for real. Yeah. Oh goodness. I, I just I just shake my head. Like four kids under a certain age, right? I mean, none of them are, are very old. They're all under 10 at least. Yeah. Um, you know, sister is back close, but she's still struggling a little bit, so she's not really mm-hmm. a big help. You got your other relatives. I don't know how much they're leaning in. It's just like for you to have another grown person in in the house who's lying to you, actively lying to you about what they have going on instead of using this social media era to make some money. Like you said, get that power washer, get on Facebook marketplace or whatever the fuck this shit is called, you know, solicit your, you know, for your business, like solicit some services, solicit some clients and, and you're not doing that. Like you're gambling and wasting your money. He's going to be back on that shit. And the last thing you're going to want to have to do is put an addict out, you know, and, and have your kids have to deal with that and see. And Taylor, you went through this already with Bobby. Like you already dealt with one addict, like around your girls and the struggles of that. Like, right. 
cut the shit, bro. Like, enough is enough. Oh, well, that was it for everybody. And, you know, the look ahead. That was enough. Things, right. <laughs> they don't seem to get much better for Taylor and Chance specifically. You know, Taylor's asking about another woman in the preview and Chance is running off. Um, See? Right? See? Like, girl, lock, change the locks, okay? While he's away. That's it. Um, Justine and Michael, we see them in Vegas and, you know, Justine's feeling like she's getting sold up the river, um, (laughs) or played out, I guess you could say, you know, for Michael's career, um, Lindsay yelling and cutting up again, banging on a, on a garage door as she argues with Blaine, not that serious ever in life, ever, um, Amber and puppy going back and forth. Uh, per usual per usual. <laughs> right and then Sean and Sarah so he says there's something that Ooh, they worked on this episode we said everybody was on it, we they we lied you're right yes <laughs> they were not on um but Sean we see in the preview saying there he feels like there's still something that Sarah's not telling him and she admits there's something you know but she's still scared to tell him and I'm like girl who knows what it is but y'all better figure that shit out mm-hmm. so so um <sighs> before we wrap love after lockup universe you know getting a little bit closer to current cast members this time so can't leave without talking about an interview that happened last week um youtuber geo malik was able to somehow get a hold of Derek's ex fiance who goes by Miss Nisha. And Girl. she came on his <laughs> platform and he asked uh, a ton of questions. And, you know, to summarize the foolishness, uh, Miss Nisha is a 41 year old. That's what it was. <laughs> right. It was definitely some foolishness. But uh, she's a 41 year old um, woman from dc who says she dated Derek from like 2019 to 2021 um put all her trust in a nigga okay gave him all of her information oh you figure <laughs> she did the most we were engaged we were engaged girl girl Derek is a pimp i'm telling you i've said it right and she found out about Monique when she called one day and, and told her. Because, of course, Monique calls women's phone. Right. Weak bitch shit. I hate it. Girl. And so she claims she broke up with Derek at that time. And Monique and Derek, or, or once that she broke up with him, um, she had a credit card that he was able to use. And she cut him off from that. And from jail what is he purchasing ma'am i'm i was so blown away i'm like none of this is making sense but you know nisha miss nisha is also an ex-police officer so all i could assume was that it makes sense in her world i don't know but she claims that uh monique and Derek then started to harass her monique made threats Monique opened up credit cards in her name and stole her identity and all this stuff. Um, and then Monique went live on Instagram a couple of days ago to basically because she just got addressed it. Right. She can't never leave well enough alone. Right, exactly. 
And it was borderline incriminating. Like, you know, she talked about the fact that she did talk to Miss Nisha. Um, but apparently, you know, they kind of caught Derek up together. You know, she, uh, Monique claims that she was talking to Miss Nisha and Derek happened to call her at the same time. And they wound up on a three-way. And when he heard Miss Nisha's voice, he hung up. She talked about recording conversations um, Miss Nisha talked about Monique having a record for assault and Monique said that was from when she was like 17. So in a lot of cases, she was validating what Miss Nisha was saying, but also, you know, being honest about the fact that in some cases, some of the things in her story didn't make sense. Um, but ultimately Monique probably shouldn't have addressed it at all. I wouldn't have. She don't know how to shut the fuck up. Right. Like she has, she's one of those. Like these, she's one of those even on social media that just has to respond. Has like, girl, yes. you you're not nobody. Relax. Fuck them people. Right. Especially when it's negative. She's one of those people that will see ten comments that say "I love you," and as soon as somebody says "You suck," she's got to address it. And. You know, ultimately, if this woman is saying anything about you that might be incriminating, I wouldn't respond at all because if she's still in a information gathering state or, you know, she's building up her case. She said they were in court like she was suing her. Like So Monique claims that it got dismissed. I did hear that. Right. So it's like, yeah, I still wouldn't talk about shit like because at all you know if you can bring another case against me or you can try to use something else against my name all that type of shit i just wouldn't give anybody the opportunity to be out here talking about oh well i you know i spoke my piece and then she came back and said this and when she said that you know that basically is evidence that this happened we talked and she recorded it and that's illegal and girl don't get caught up you know, but it, like we said, we know how Monique is. And hell, I think at this point, Miss Nisha, who claimed that anybody that goes on love after lockup is desperate, even though she met. But Derek. even though you met him on this, you met him the same way. It might yes. not have been the same exact site, but Miss Mama's. Right. You met him the same way. Right. So it was a prison pen pal. Too. Yeah. And y'all don't have no kids. And girl, you're pretty as fuck. Yes. You can step out and go bag you any fucking body you want. So right. what are we talking about? Don't be the pot calling the kettle kettle and the teacup and the stuff <laughs> don't do that right yeah because there was definitely that. a lot of that contradiction where she's like you know like oh you know i'm 41 no kids and i'm not desperate basically was her message and yeah like she's in great shape and that's all fine and well but ma'am like the only reason that we know who you are right now is because you claim that you were dating a guy who just turned 30 who did nine years Mm. in jail Mm. and you gave him all of your money and your personal information because you trusted him so much. Like you got scammed. Yeah. Just just say that you got scammed and ma'am, it's just, you are, you looking desperate. You on here, like showing your butt all in this TV. Mm -hmm. If you don't have no kids, who was that you kept looking at in the background? Like, girl, it was just given that interview was, it was, 
interesting. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh shit, you know, but right. girl, you got, you got scammed. Like, and he asked her, like, do you feel like Derek scammed you? She was like, yeah, well, of course you do. You're hurt. That's why you're out here doing this interview. Right. You're hurt. That's yes. it. Right. You see him on TV getting money now and still with this woman that, you know, have the nerve to call you and give you a hard time. And, and you want to say something about it now because she also talks about not being on social media and, you know, yes. and all of that. But somehow you found your way to Geo Malik on YouTube, who, you know, who's growing his following, but he just crossed 10,000 followers, which obviously I have three. So it's nothing to scoff at. But <laughs> at the same time, like... You know, this isn't one of the platforms that Derek and Monique have been on. It's not like you went on Angela Yee behind them. So, right. you know, you had to found your way to Geo somehow. So there was some holes in her story. Like you said, she she was um, on the streaming site on his um, what well, it's like a stream yard link. I'm sure he dropped for her on his live on YouTube, but she wasn't by herself, right? She clearly, there was somebody in the background that she kept looking at. And that alone would have pissed me off. Cause I would have been like, um, I'm sorry. Like, who are you looking at and laughing at? Like, are we being serious right now? Or like, should I be concerned about Girl, that? He can't say nothing to nobody with his kids in that background. <laughs> putting up. Well, I just didn't like the, that it seemed like, you know, it she was, was funny. Business yeah, it was some funny all. business. Thank mm-hmm. you. Because she also had all of these pictures of him from his childhood and from growing up. And when Gio was flashing those photos, you know, she was kind of like blushing and laughing and turning away from the camera. And I'm like, what's so funny about this? Like, you know, it's, it's probably fake, but I mean, you know, yeah, fake. But but at the same time, hey, Monique admitted she knows who she is. She's talked to her. Monique also said that she lives with her mom and she doesn't work, you know, in in D.C. And hey, I don't know how true that is, but because D.C. is expensive. Right. But she said Miss Nisha said that she does like more like private investigator work, I guess. Um, and a chef Don't and she's the a chef. chef yes girl who's not a fucking home cook these days no shade girl, no shade send me all the shade i don't give a fuck <laughs> like, <laughs> it's no shade but nasty kitchen motherfuckers <laughs> want to do that shit no get your stupid ass out of here y'all should be nasty on social media <laughs> It was just one of those things where she just called out a few things that sound like they're not full-time work, you know? So, you know, was Monique far off? Probably not. So I'm interested to see like what might become of it or if it just falls flat because everybody is looking to get a little bit more fame off of Derek and Monique's 15 minutes. But it was interesting because at the same time, it, it does not strike me as surprising that Monique might be a scammer herself might have been a ride or die for um you know Derek what he said while he was in there he was teaching people that was like the scam during the PPP loan the pandemic and all of that people who knew how to like word it and all of that yeah they were charging people for the answers to the questions or something like Okay. So I think, and Derek said that that's what he was doing, like teaching people how to 
No, nah, nigga, you was teaching them the answers to that PPP shit, or maybe Monique had it, and you was doing yeah. it. Y'all were, uh, you know, tag teaming it, but yeah, yeah, it's given that because while you think you showing off your body and you doing all of this and you know saying how fine you are and all of this, guess what? Derek still picked Monique, so whatever right. you say about it, he still picks her over you. So right. what are you talking about? Right, take your L, and, and he picked her because. She was willing to be a ride or die. Don't matter how many other chicks he has mentioned or she found out about. She's still around. Um, right. Oh, yeah. Then let's go here. Bitch. Why the <laughs> fuck did his brother say she looked like a man? And so you felt compelled to send new pictures of yourself to prove otherwise. It would have been Derek. Fuck you. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. I feel like I did. Did I? I know I didn't make that up. I know my mind is like not even <laughs> fresh like that to be making that whole Girl, scenario up. It was a lot. It was a long interview, and I probably tuned her out a time or two. Oh, absolutely. But right, but it yeah, was stuff I like really that. It think. was so much like that yeah, where it was like she you bought did what? that tablet for him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why is other bitches popping their pussy for a real nigga on it? Okay. <laughs> right. Like, what? Right. She probably was one of them folks that was blurred out that he was showing his brothers. She said it. I want to say she said it. She was one of the girls in the photos mm. on the tablet. I want to say that. Child. I'm sure <laughs> she was. I'm sure she was. She probably was the sa- the screensaver, child. But it was just so much, right? Where it was just like, girl, I wouldn't be admitting all of this. I would take my L quietly, especially, right, with the age difference. Like, hey, live your life, you know, but I wouldn't tell nobody that some dude 11 years younger than me got over on my ass, okay? On the phone. Over the phone. Over the phone. From behind the wall, okay? Yeah, Yeah. what? Yeah. So, so yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was much, but I think that, yeah, like I said, Monique, she stayed down. Oh, that was the other thing. Miss Nisha claimed that Monique was running packages, allegedly, you know, into sending stuff in the mail. Yes. For Derek. So there's a lot of reasons where it's like if she was willing to do sketchy stuff for him, if she's willing to be down regardless of who he talks to and and how often he cheats, you know, and she's also willing to help him get money or even give him money, buy all those gifts and stuff. Like, and let's be clear, he had he probably was. This was probably survival for their for hundred um, percent, right? Yes, because. You know, those sisters, why they want to do the most that have so much to say, they were not there. And he he right. was very vocal about that. And I believe that. So he was, you know, he went into inmate mode. I'm going to use different women to get what I, you know, to survive yeah. in here. Yeah, he told Miss Nisha that his siblings weren't helping him too. He, he clearly talked shit about them siblings to anybody who would listen. He and- talked shit. He just. <laughs> girl he talks gossip like a fucking you know just i don't like it so he he you know i 100% right i agree that it was um you know messy. all a scam he was messy 
and that he was in survival mode and he was going to talk to whoever he could get over on, whoever would help him, you know, make a quick buck, whoever would put up with his bullshit. So for nine years, that's a long bid. Yeah. Like you have to have some support for that or like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And he was into a lot. So yeah, he, he had to figure it out and make some shit shake. Right. And he pretty much grew up in there. You know, you go from what, 19 to 29, 20 to 29 in prison to lose your 20s, you know, behind the wall. And, you know, your mom is gone. I'm I wouldn't be surprised if that's why he seems to always have these older chicks. You know, he's Mm -hmm. probably trying to deal with a lot, you know, in his mind and within his subconscious. Right. And and his (laughs) who he is as a as a being. Fuck. And here come these Captain Saver M8 ass yeah. women. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Deal with your shit. I don't give a fuck about your trauma. I'm not sending you shit. Right. <laughs> All right. that bitch for some money. So, so yeah, I'm sure Derek knows better than to, to mention anything. Um, he's probably calling Miss Nisha on his third phone, telling her to pipe down. And right. Why are you acting like that? Right. I'm come see you. But she said she changed all her all the phone numbers. Her mother, her sister, everybody changed their numbers. So why do you still have baby pictures of this man? Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, girl, everything must go like a motherfucking sale around this bitch. So yes. what are we doing? Yeah, I didn't believe mm-hmm. that. Because yeah, at all. you know what I thought. I'm like, oh, what about that Maryland number on one of the earlier episodes? And Monique confirmed it. She said that she was the one calling from Maryland, from the Maryland line, um, when they were in the hotel, like on their Ooh. second episode. And I was like, see, I thought so. So, you know, I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing that she never tried to reach out to Derek or she doesn't know how to reach Derek or Monique. Right. You know, at this point, I don't care how many numbers you changed. If they didn't change a number, you still know how to contact them. And Monique messy ass not changing nothing. She want that kind of drama. Okay. Right. <laughs> I want to be reached. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I want you to call me. Right. Because no. if you want to fight, we could fight. <laughs> so. I'm not fighting over this little ass dude. Right. And that's probably <laughs> why, you know, hey, Miss Nisha clearly don't have it all. But she does. She resolved like she wasn't going to be doing all of that. Uh, allegedly, but I I wouldn't be surprised. I feel if, like she's going to be on one of these seasons. She's right? trying to get her. Mm-hmm. Yep, right. She's like, oh, I want in because she probably didn't think about the fact that they he was going to get out. They were going to wind up on TV. They were going to wind up, you know, everywhere. And yeah, that oh shit, like I might have missed out on on a dollar because she was like, Ooh. why didn't I think of that? You know. So- <laughs> Oh, so yeah, forty-one year old ass somewhere and sit down, right, girl? And then have the nerve to wrap it up talking about like she's single and ready to mingle. I'm like, girl, girl talking about is desperate, but here you are soliciting, right? Okay, like I'm single and ready to mingle. Like, and what you gonna do? You don't have a Facebook page, a Instagram, a Twitter. Like, what you gonna be? You want people to write you letters like Derek did? <laughs> yeah, that's probably what she used to. Silly, silly rabbit. Child. So, so yeah, that was 
the Love After Lockup University. It was, you know, too hot to pass up. You know me, I normally don't like to go into current cast members, but these two have been keeping up so much shit. And of course, that meant that other so people, <laughs> right, would, would join in on keeping up shit with them. Should have knew that it was going to happen sooner or later. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so that is that for this week. So... I don't know. I feel like we're they're starting to, you know, lose their grip. It's starting to get a little light, you know, episode to episode. We were doing really well and it's starting to get a little thin, but we'll see. We got a few more episodes left, I'm sure. So we'll see what we can get through with these folks. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's it. Talk to you next week. Until then, you take care. All right, girl. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another Love After Lockup review. We appreciate y'all. And remember, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none, not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. Bye, guys.